Happy Hump Day, sports fans. I'm Liam Flanagan, and thank you for choosing to start the day with the scorecard, your daily fast fun hit of sport. And it is a big plate of sport today, so let's start chewing. Tennis time. First up, shout out Dylan Alcott and Heath Davidson, who yesterday won their fourth Australian Open quad doubles title. And while Dylan will be taking it easy ahead of his singles quad final tomorrow, Heath has other plans. I'm definitely right, getting on can, the beers. Yeah. You do it for the team. Well definitely. Done. World number 114, Aslan Karatsev, is through to the Australian Open semi-finals after defeating Grigor Dimitrov yesterday. Dimitrov won the opening set, but then became little more than a spectator after back spasms stopped him in his tracks. Game and All right, well, as he tries to get to his bench, the physios here will find more out after the break, but it's two sets to one to Aslan Karatsev. I couldn't put my socks on before the match, so I knew it's going to be a, a tough, um, a tough moment for me. I tried, but it was not good enough. Now, up until this tournament, 27-year-old Karatsev's career prize money was a lazy $618,000, but that number is set to more than double. Because even if he loses his semi-final, he'll still take home $850,000. Aslan might need to find a bigger bank. And while Karatsev is breaking new ground, Serena Williams is just revisiting familiar territory. Williams marches on. What an hour and 21 minutes for the seven-time champion. Straight sets in the end and straight forward for Williams. She moves to the semi-finals with a win, 6-3, 6-3. Serena made light work of world number two Simona Halep last night, setting up a semi-final clash with Naomi Osaka, a woman she has nothing but praise for. She's such a strong player on the court and, you know, she's such an um, inspiration person, I think, off the court, which I think is really cool. It's so good to see um, just someone that is so inspiring on, on both things, whether they do, when they're doing their job or they're not doing their job. And so that's really, really cool for me. And while we're talking about Serena Williams, for everyone who was marvelling at Tom Brady getting it done in the Super Bowl at 43 years of age or raving about LeBron James' dominance in the NBA at 36... Serena Williams is 39, 39, and she's about to play in her 40th Grand Slam semi-final and maybe win her 24th. So don't forget about this old goat. I, I know that sounds insulting, but if you know, you know. I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Alistair Clarkson is widely regarded as the greatest current coach in the AFL, and he's probably in the conversation as one of the greatest coaches of all time. So when he speaks... You listen. Alistair Clarkson, welcome to the Dylan Friends podcast. And my friends, absolute pleasure, honour to have you in the studio. Good to be here, mate. Speaking with Dylan Buckley on the Dylan Friends podcast, Clarko pulled back the curtain on how he attempts to keep his players out of the headlines in the off-season. And while we've all probably heard of the anagram KISS, keep it simple, stupid, Clarko's anagram is slightly different. We talk about the four Ps. Uh, which is the piss, the punt, the penis and the powder. Say that again. The piss, the punt, the penis and the powder. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Where there's strife in anyone's life, by and large, one of those four is going to get you. Yep. Three of them are legal. One of them's illegal, uh, but three three of them are legal. So th- certainly the legal ones, it's just like, well, you're allowed to have a punt and you're allowed to go out and have a drink and, um, and you're allowed to you know, spend spend time with a... Uh, a lady or male partner, but um, but if you do those things, 
excessively and foolishly, then you're going to find yourself in a little bit of trouble. Clarko's comments come in the wake of Hawthorne Ford Jonathan Patton's hospitalisation for mental health reasons following allegations of sexting from multiple women. The AFL's investigation into the allegations continues. Panther Brent Naden will be given a fresh, tougher punishment for testing positive to cocaine on grand final day. In what world is that the beginning of a news bulletin? the world of rugby league. Brent Naden will not be playing for the Penrith Panthers over the four, first four rounds of the NRL season. Now, Ivan Cleary has drawn a line in the sand. He's informed his centre that he will not be considered until at least round five. Naden was suspended for one month under the wider code for using the drug recreationally, but didn't miss a game as the suspension was served out of season. He was also fined $5,000 by the NRL, or to put it in his terms, about 17 bags worth. Just when I thought I was out. That's probably how rugby league boss Peter Volandis is feeling this morning after news that Israel Folau's representatives are exploring pathways for him to get back to the NRL. Further developments with former Wallaby Israel Folau this afternoon. Now, his representatives have written to the NRL. He's seeking a face-to-face meeting basically to find out about his future, whether he does or doesn't have one in the NRL. Now, it's my understanding that a number of NRL clubs are keen to sign him, but not prepared to go public given the backlash the Dragons copped a fortnight ago. Now, I've spoken to the NRL. They have received that request from Falau's representatives and their position is they are happy to consider any contract lodged with them, but it must be by a club. So let me translate that response from the NRL to you. Hey, Izzy, got your note. Let's absolutely catch up and talk about you coming back to the NRL. Just as soon as a club formally submits a piece of paper saying they want you to come back to the NRL. Okay, great. If you're unfamiliar with the NBA, you might not have heard of Draymond Green. Draymond Green with the slam! But it's not his on-court ability I want to share with you today. It's his powerful mouth. To watch Andre Drummond before the game sit on the sideline, then go to the back, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bullshit. Three-time champion Green, along with his Golden State Warrior teammates, had just defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers, who played without star center Andre Drummond, because the Cavs are looking to trade him, a fact that Green wasn't happy about. As players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a team can say they're trading you, and that man is to stay in shape, He is to stay professional, and if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. Draymond's beef essentially boils down to what he says are double standards by the league in allowing teams to treat players and speak about players in a certain way, while punishing players who do the same. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond's getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. Told you it was a powerful mouth. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 17th of February. Wonder what we'll be talking about tomorrow. I'm Liam Flanagan. See you tomorrow on The Scorecard.